Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the ORX Operational Risk Podcast. My name is Roland Kennett and I'm the Membership Director at ORX. Today I'm joined by my colleagues Luke Karavik, ORX's Executive Director. Welcome. And by Giuseppe Aloy, the Head of Engagement at ORX. Hi everyone. I'm also delighted that we're joined by a guest on today's podcast, a guest from one of our member firms and an RX board member. Celine Samaya, who is the Head of Operational Risk and Internal Control at AXA. Welcome, Celine. It's really great that you can take the time to join us today. In fact, I think you're the first non-ORX colleague we've had on the podcast. Thank you very much, and it's great to be here. Hi, everyone. In this episode, we will be discussing our very recent Leaders Connect Live event. So first of all, as the person in charge of organising the event, Giuseppe, can we come to you for an explanation of what Leaders Connect Live is? Of course, Roland. Leaders Connect Live is a significant event in both the OREX and the Operational Risk Calendar. We bring heads of operational risk and heads of non-financial risk together, people that we identify as leaders from across the world, for discussion on key risk topics and how they are impacting the industry today. So it is not only an opportunity to discuss most recent trends in operational risk, but it's a great chance to network with peers from across the globe and talking about the strategic role of the operational non-financial risk function going forward. Our 2023 event was held in New York the 16th and 17th of May and was attended by 48 leaders from across the world. Unlike a more traditional conference, uh, Leaders Connect Live provides an opportunity for leaders to openly and honestly share their views and experiences on a wide variety of topics. As a result, there was a lot of valuable content to digest, which I know we're going to try to cover as much as we can today. We certainly are, Giuseppe. I don't think we'll be able to cover everything that we touched on during the event, but we'll we'll do our very best to cover the, the most interesting topics. But before we do that, Celine, coming to you first as our guest, could you tell us what the draw is for you in attending Leaders Connect Live? What motivates you to make the journey each year? First, thank you again to all the team for the organization of this event. Uh, we had great time and the feedback from the participants are very good. Learning and sharing are the two main aspects that drive me to attend the Leader Connect Live. This event brings together leaders from insurance, banking, and other financial institutions. It's a great opportunity to exchange with peers on our practices, our common challenges, and our successes. Very energizing and comforting. Energizing to see that we are aligned in our framework or to be confronted with new way of doing. Comforting to exchange with people facing the same challenges, the same blockers, and to brainstorm together to overpass them. Coming back with a lot of ideas to feed my team in AXA and improve. That's really great to hear. And what was the best thing about this year's event in particular? Nasty question, Roland. Too difficult to select one. The different workshops were very rich, from the one on the new opportunities for risk function, the specific deep dive on how to be data-driven, or challenge to support transformation. Each time, the engagement of the different participants provide a high level of debate in the room. 
The presentation from McKinsey on LLM was as well perfectly linked with our current request from management to participate to generative uh, AI projects. But apart from the content, my best mark would be to the wide uh, space discussion, i.e. the informal, unorganized exchange that this event creates with uh, other colleagues. That's really great to hear. And, and I agree, it is often those informal discussions that you have outside of the main sessions that add most of the value. Um, coming to you next, Luke, um, picking up on, on Celine's point about uh, data and specifically AI. Can you give us a summary of, of the discussions on, on AI and data? What are leaders thinking? What are the challenges? First thing, I, th I think there are big parallels between the discussions we had on data and those we had in, on AI, because in each case, they represent a huge opportunity for the risk function to transform how it operates, um, how it manages risk. But at the same time, they both present new challenges and threats. And I think it, it feels from the mood in the room that the concerns about AI are more pressing for the risk manager than using AI at the moment. So they're much more interested in making sure that their bank or their insurer is operating AI in a safe way before they adopt it within the risk function itself. And I think that's true, perhaps to a slightly lesser extent uh, with data. I think uh, the message probably is with constrained resources, the role of a risk manager trumps the role of an innovator. But I, but I do think uh, there is an opportunity for those activities to be very complementary. The more the risk manager understands their institution's use of data and how to manage AI risks, the more they're equipped to take advantage of those technical advances in the way that they do uh, risk management. But I also think it's for this reason that coming together in events like OREX can be hugely beneficial. In each case, it feels, feels like that many people don't yet know the direction they should be going in. And that's limiting progress, but the more discussions people have at an industry level, the, the quicker they will progress. Um, in terms of the discussions themselves, AI focused on generative models, as Celine just said, those are the models that have an ability to produce convincing text, summaries, images, even computer code. We've all seen articles about ChatGPT, for example. And the concerns from a risk management point of view around these models are as broad and complex as the models themselves, from conduct issues of bias and fairness to the kind of novel and fast-moving security threats. And I think it seemed to be the case what this is likely to result in is that there will be an adoption of AI into the way that people operate their institutions, but that's going to be incredibly careful, well-managed, augmented approach, so using AI in conjunction with, with staff. But at the same time, particularly on the cyber side, you will need to get ahead of the threat. So probably more use of AI um, to counter those new security threats. On the data discussion, a practical observation, I think that several people said, you have to really understand which, which direction you want to be going in before you spend too much money on data and be realistic about how far that data will take you. And I think data will transform the discipline but it won't solve every problem that the risk manager has. Thanks, Luke. And on, on AI, I guess, as with all new things, it will inevitably take quite a long time to understand both the risks and, and the potential benefits that you can get out of, out of using these new tools. But it's important to note that the clock is already ticking, the threats are, are out there, people can use it, and the criminals won't wait until operation risk managers have identified exactly, exactly what to do it. And as you said, data is often seen as the silver bullet, but you do need to know what you want to do with it. 
trying to solve everything all at once using the data is, is not going to achieve everything that you need. Focus is key. Moving topics. At the event, we were considering the future of operational non-financial risk. We posed some quite meaty questions for our, our participants to discuss. What is the future mandate and role of operational risk? Is our mandate to prevent loss or to support change? Is our role to set standards, provide tools, analyse data or predict the future? What does the operational and non-financial risk function of the future look like? Meaty questions and as you can imagine, we talked long and hard about these. Giuseppe, can you summarise how our our leaders uh, address the topics? Sure. It it was a, a very insightful discussion, Roland. We can certainly say that virtually all firms in the room are keen to move to an active risk management, which include things like deriving new risk insights or better scanning the horizon for emerging risk or even establishing early warning. It was noted, though, that if we are going that way, we will need different, uh, different skills. On top of that, and very interestingly, a few financial institutions mentioned that uh, regulators will favor a bigger role of the risk function going forward, especially in, in controlling the business and support them in making the right decisions. Indeed, uh, some regulatory report from North America suggests that the industry is likely to be facing a renewed way of regulation, while Australian regulator has already announced that they just want people to focus on risk management, pivoting away from risk measurement. It goes without saying that, as Luke just mentioned, data is a key driver and the use of data is crucial to support these conversations. So, in short, Roland, we can say that more active risk management playing a bigger role in a series of activities, especially on change and transformation management and risk culture and investing on data. As you said, Giuseppe, uh, very interesting discussions covering a a wide variety of of aspects of the role of, of operational risk management. Over the last few years, we have evolved so far with many firms either having adopted or in the process of adopting an umbrella function i.e. including a single taxonomy, a single framework and a single system to help drive efficiency and effectiveness, thus allowing them to be more engaged on active risk management. But you mentioned that they have to go through a set process in order to to be able to do the active risk management effectively. Switching topics again, we're focused on how risk can support the management of organisational change. Celine, you left this session. What did we discuss and how can risk identify what is important and engage with change and keep pace? Thank you, Roland. Indeed, I had the honor to to lead this session with uh, Simon Wills for RX. It was a very good thing that we had this topic on the agenda as we were keeping circling around the subject in all uh, of the discussion. Our world is uh, changing, the business is facing accrued and quicker transformation uh, challenges, and we, as a second line, to appropriately support our businesses must keep up with the pace. In the session, before breaking out in working groups, we remind the result of a study made with ORX on the topic in 2019, 
And in the feedback session, we prove that they are still relevant. Um, some points we can note that risk management for all is a key function in assessing risk during a transformation period. No doubt around that. Delivered risk and as well delivery risk. Second, it's a challenge to prioritize our action, to be able to filter initiatives in order to dedicate our team to what matters. It requires sometimes shift in the profiles that we are recruiting. New skills may be required, soft, like more agility, curiosity, or hard with IT and digital knowledge. It is crucial to be involved early in the initiative. Some companies have created gating processes where funding is dependent to a correct risk assessment. Our value in this process of transformation is really to keep cold feet in the assessment of these often very strategic initiatives and to be able to give to top management an aggregated view on project portfolio overall. Additional conclusion of the session was that it would be very useful to continue exchanging on this particular topic through dedicated review or workshop with ORX. Indeed, change or, or transformation is, is something that ORX started working on three or four years ago. We may have been a little ahead of the curve then, but I think the curve has caught up with us now. And I fully agree uh, with you, Celine, that managing this risk is perhaps the key challenge that we face. Luke, coming back to you, the other big topic of the event was risk culture. We can all clearly see that our world is changing, our risks are changing, and our organisations are changing. What do leaders have to say about how risk culture is changing? And what do we need and how do we deliver it? Thanks, Roland. I guess as a one-line summary, I would say that there was a universal belief within the room that, that good culture is crucial for managing operational risk. But there was a, a wide diversity of opinions about quite what we mean when we say culture and probably very limited expertise in measuring that. But some themes did emerge from the room. I think an agreement that the importance of tone and leadership on risk culture was high. A discussion around the risk-reward balance, which is sometimes lost in operational risk. So sometimes the behaviour is orientated towards a kind of zero tolerance, zero risk appetite, which I think doesn't help sometimes. Operational risk is, is like a lot of other risks. There is a risk-reward balance in there. Some people talked about the fact that you need to have consequences and accountability for poor culture or poor behaviour. Interesting observation that I think someone brought in from the outside world, really, which was that it's quite challenging to recognise poor culture when you're part of it. So when you're within the firm, when you're within the risk function, whoever you are, actually noticing a poor culture um, is a challenge. You only really notice it when you step outside of that. So that points towards a different way of thinking about how you measure culture potentially. And on that topic, whilst it is hard to measure, I think there is very little confidence in traditional methods like, like staff surveys. I think it's very easy, particularly in retrospect and from the outside, to explain poor outcomes as having a cultural root. So people can say, well, that was always going to happen. They had a poor culture, but spotting that earlier is the real challenge. So I think of all the topics, there's a lot to do here. I don't think people necessarily know quite the direction they need to go in. But I think there'd be a huge benefit to working together on this particular topic as an industry. You're right, Luke. It's a, it's a fascinating area. Complex, that's true. But uh, it's good to hear that everybody across the industry is, is, uh, is focused on it. 
it was the last topic after two days of, of relatively heavy discussion. And we often find that that last session, the energy levels drop and people are thinking more about getting home than discussing the issue. This was certainly not the case with, with risk culture. And we, we had very lively and energetic discussions right to the end. And I'm sure they could have gone on much longer too. And staying with you, Luke, but just before we wrap up, were there any trends that came up that were new or perhaps unexpected developments that we heard? I don't think anything was a, was a shock. There were probably some surprises. There was a sense of optimism in the room. There was less talk of resource limitations, which is something that comes up. But, but that energy and optimism was unmistakable in the room. I think it's very evident that managing operational and non-financial risks are even more important than they were before. More or less all of the change, the transformation that we see across financial services as in the wider world is having a pretty radical impact on the non-financial risk profile. So there's, there's more to manage, to monitor, to measure, and things are moving very quickly. Regulation is back as a talking point. This was mentioned earlier. The topics are familiar, but the regulatory method is, is probably hardening a little bit. The level of scrutiny around things like why decisions are being made is huge. And that's actually a huge challenge for our participants. Endless evidence is needed, and it's, it's just really hard meeting that regulatory bar. But I guess more than anything, there's lots to do. Everything is moving at a fast pace. Optimism, energy, but the challenge is, is really keeping up with all of that change. Thank you very much, Luke. And uh, thank you to all the contributors. I hope it's given uh, the listener lots of insight into what top risk managers from around the world are thinking about and also where the discipline is heading. I'd also like to thank all the attendees for Leaders Connect Live. It was a, another great event. In fact, from my personal view, one of the best we've held and highlighted yet again how valuable it is to meet people face to face and to network with your peers. Finally, a thanks to you for listening. And if you want to keep up with OREX and what we're doing in the thought leadership space or any of our practical tools that help you manage operational risk, please head to our website at www.orx.org. <laughs>